0: You're listening to the Battle Ready Podcast. You can find more information about Battle Ready and Addison Free Will Baptist Church on our website, addisonfwbchurch.org forward slash Battle Ready Bible Study. Battle Ready Podcast. Believing what it says. <laughs> you're on. She's telling you you're on. And you <laughs> always never <laughs> pay attention when she tells you this.
1: Hello. Welcome to Battle Ready. That's your, that's your line. Okay. okay. Oh, <laughs> welcome to Battle Ready. Yes. <sighs> okay, welcome to Battle Ready. I'm glad you're joining us. I'm sorry we're off yes. days. We were kind of messed up yesterday. We're here today. Hopefully this will be a good Bible study. We are in Second Chronicles. We're in chapter 26. Mm-hmm. First, I want to tell you, please don't forget that you can email questions to us at Battle Ready Bible study at gmail.com, and that we now are on YouTube under Addison Free Will Baptist Church. So go on YouTube and subscribe, and join us there. Subscribe. <laughs> Just subscribe. Just All right, we are in Second Chronicles chapter 26. Let's go, Laura. Start us off. Okay. Well, <laughs> hit that bell. Hit that bell and subscribe.
0: All right. We're talking about <laughs> King Uzziah. Just to give you some background, or
1: Azariah, as he's called in Kings,
0: and his father, who was Amaziah. Which I was going to mention that because that gets confused. <laughs> his father's name is Amaziah, and his. He has two names because one was not enough, but his father (laughs) spent the last part of his reign as a captive to the king of Israel in the north and only Mm -hmm. came back at the very end when the king of Israel died and his son became ruler. So he came back home before he died, but there's some overlap. There's several Mm -hmm. years, over a decade, where it's an overlap where his son... Uzziah, who at 16 begins to reign, while well, his dad's still alive, but not yet back to the throne. So this happens not only at the beginning of Uzziah's reign, but at the beginning of the next reign, that one king comes in before the other one technically passes away. That's just a little historical note so you don't get confused later.
1: But it is okay because but it is happens. easy to get confused because sometimes the names are like Amaziah, Azariah, yes. they're one letter off.
0: So what's happened as he is 16 years old and he's given the reins of power in Judah, his father is a captive because of his own anger against something that God allowed to happen. So go ahead and go back and don't forget. His father paid mercenaries, soldiers to help him fight in a battle. And God said, if you do that, I'm not going to be with you and you're going to be destroyed when you fight against mm-hmm. Syria. And so he sent, he paid them, but he sent them home. Mm-hmm. And they were very offended because they thought that the, the Kingdom of the North thought they were building a relationship and a bridge with the Kingdom of the South and they felt rejected because they're doing this because God doesn't want them to associate with them. And they, they feel very put upon that you sent them home. And they attacked Judah and they attacked cities in the nation, in the southern nation. And they captured the king and a lot of good people. It's not working? Oh, they captured the king and a lot of good people and held them hostage in the northern kingdom until the king of the north died and then they were allowed to come back in. So that's that's where we sit. So if you're a 16-year-old boy, and this has been the situation, you, your kingdom is much weakened. It's been shown that the whole parallel, the, the picture that the king of the north drew was you're just a thistle and we're a cedar tree. You talk to us but really there's no toughness in you at all. We really can't conquer you. And if you're only humanly speaking, he's right. There are ten tribes in the north. They've got a greater population. They've got a greater amount of territory. And if you're just talking about people-wise, Judah is a thistle. They are a cedar. But when God was blessing Judah because the king on the throne obeyed him Mm -hmm. and honored him and listened to him, they were mightier than any nation around them. They mm-hmm. they were being given tribute from every nation around them. Mm-hmm. So you became a thistle because you became someone who did it your own way and without mm-hmm. respect and knowledge of God.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? True. And a that, lot of talking, but that's the summary. But that's where we are. To get us started. Right.
1: So a 16-year-old. A 16-year-old on the throne who does a really good job for And it says he reigns for 52 years. So he's started out at 16. The, if you look
0: this up. I saw this when I was studying today. The longest reign of any mm-hmm. king of Judah. The mm-hmm. longest one.
1: 52 years, but he started at 16. But he started at 16. All right, so let's start reading. One, two. Mm-hmm. Verse but four, the nine. last
0: 17 years, although he's king, he is not the acting king. It's his son because mm-hmm. of his sin. But, yeah, 52 and years. And again, the we journey. have
1: a picture of a non-perfect king mm-hmm. to show us what the perfect king is going to be like right right. First, right chapter 26 of 2nd chronicles verse 1 then all the people of judah took uzziah who was 16 years old and made him king in the room of his father amaziah he built eloth and restored it to judah after that the king slept with his fathers 16 years old was uzziah when he began to reign and he reigned fifty and two years in jerusalem his mother's name also was jekaliah of jerusalem and he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Am, Am, Amaziah did. Sorry, And he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord God, as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper.
0: Okay, stop at five and just say, just for people that are maybe have a question, this Zechariah is not the one who wrote the book in the Bible, because mm-hmm. it's the wrong time period. And this Zechariah, we know nothing else about except that verse. Mm -hmm. We just know that there was a man of God, a prophet of God, who was a helper to this young king and showed him right things. But I'm more concerned with the verse previous to that, where it says that he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah did. In other words, good job. This is a good king. He tried to honor God with his life, and he did a good job except he never went any further in his relationship than his father did. His father's relationship with God also says he did right in the sight of God God until Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he got disappointed, until things didn't go the way he thought Mm -hmm. that they ought to go and that God allowed his own mistake, Mm -hmm. the consequences of his own mistake to occur Mm -hmm. and didn't protect him from those consequences. And then he doesn't end very well. Mm -hmm. He ends in captivity of his own heated rebellion against god right and it's the same thing with his son his son does well for a really long time mm-hmm. and then he ends badly and i just wanted maybe because we've had this happen a lot right this has happened mm-hmm. with several kings this is solomon mm-hmm. solomon solomon starts so wonderfully so gloriously ends this way i think uh, compared to some other kings when we get into chapter 26 this fellow uzziah seems to remind me a lot of solomon in his wisdom, in his interests, in mm-hmm. the smart things that he does. Like if you even start with verse 2 where he built Eloth, that city was first built by Solomon mm-hmm. because it's the it's the farthest into Syrian territory that Israel goes. And they
1: restored it to Judah. So
0: it used to already be there. They used to already hold that territory mm-hmm. of the Assyrians under Solomon when it was the golden age, right, mm-hmm. and God was blessing. And then we've had all this trouble Mm-hmm. And Uzziah is blessed and following God, and God is giving him blessing till he's gotten the farthest reach back. That's quite an achievement. Mm-hmm. He's pushed back the boundaries of the country mm-hmm. with the help of God. And it keeps telling you that as long as he sought God, right, but God, God allows him to do those things. And there's many more things in this chapter that tell you that he's not just an ordinary guy. This guy's gifted. Mm-hmm. He's intelligent. And, and he's a good king in that. many ways, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yes, I agree with that. So, uh, verse 6. And he, Uzziah, went forth and warred against the Philistines and break down the wall of Gath and the wall of Jabnah and the wall of Ashdod and built cities about Ashdod and among the Philistines. So he's pushed out to the west. He's pushed out to the east. Mm-hmm.
0: And now he's in Philistine character. Hey, right. these names
1: should ring a bell. Right. Gath should ring a bell. Mm -hmm. Ashdod should ring a bell. These are the same people Israel's fighting with today that uh, seek to
0: take her territory, seek to crowd her in and destroy her entirely, and Israel's pushing back Mm -hmm. against the territory. I mean, not no political point made here. But, you know, current events and ancient history have a lot in common when you come to the Bible and God's timepiece, God's illustration to us of his plan, which is the nation of Israel, the nation of Judah. Mm -hmm. When we see these things play out, they're not new stories. They're old stories. They're old stories. Right? But as this king who's walking with God, he's taking territory back. Mm -hmm. Where people are living then. People who are living in a place that God gave Israel to start with. Mm -hmm. And they're pushing them back. And God is blessing him to do so. Mm -hmm. That's
1: true. That's all I'll say about that. That's all you can say (laughs) about that. That's all I'll say about that. Verse 7 says, And God helped him against the Philistines and against the Arabians and dwelt in Gerbal and the Methunims. And the Amorites gave gifts to Uzziah, and his name spread abroad even to the entering in of Egypt, for he strengthened himself exceedingly. Mm -hmm. More of what you just said, right? Which they were in desperate need of after his father. Mm
0: -hmm. Because we've had an absent king. Mm -hmm. And now we have a young king who's restoring what's been lost. Can you imagine now, we didn't say this, but 16 years old. Mm -hmm. Aren't you glad for the man named Zechariah? Mm -hmm. Because you know a 16-year-old, as smart and as brilliant as he's Mm -hmm. going to turn out to be, He needs guidance. He has to have guidance. And God sent him the guidance that he needed. Mm -hmm. He sent this person there to say. Have you
1: noticed that the last few times it's been a priest Mm -hmm. that has given the king guidance? Now, the priest has not usurped
0: the authority of the king. No, hasn't touched that. But the priest has said, listen. Has had influence on the king. You're only king because God said you could be. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that's hard for these kings to understand. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that's hard for us to understand. Why is Uzziah made king at 16? Because he's the most brilliant man in the kingdom? No, mm-hmm. because he's the next in line. He was born. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, He was this born. This goes right along with our study school. It does.
0: He is king because he's the next born leader mm-hmm. in the nation of Judah. And you can begin to think that you are better than all other men. And you are. There's this thing in history called the divine right of kings. The divi- this idea that. And I mean, that's even spoken of when we just had a coronation in England not very long mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. That these people were chosen by God to be rulers, and that they have some special innate divinity within them that sets them apart from other humanity. They were given an honor mm-hmm. and a privilege and a job. And God even says, like all all the kings, you know, he, He's in charge. God's in charge. He sets whether up whether it's for good or for evil. He sets up who He will. Not because of them.
1: What is it? The heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. He turneth it like water. He mm-hmm. he just he, To accomplish whatever will he's put out to be. Which means also the bad and the good. Because sometimes he puts... God up, uses the bad to accomplish the good. Mm-hmm. And he uses the good
0: to bless us. But, but both are the hand of God. And it... I know I'm talking too much, so talk no, you're more. Not, you're not talking too But much. it's just, it's very easy to... Let's put it to us. Let's apply it to us. So I feel like God, and I've heard Christians say that a lot, so it's not just me. I feel like God's been better to me than anybody else on the planet. I, I see the blessings of God all over me all the time. Here's, the, here's what Satan does. Satan whispers in your ear, you have all these things because you're so good. Yeah. You have all these things because you've worked so hard for them. You have all these things because you're a little bit better than that guy. Now, see, what's happening to him is happening because he's not as good as you are. Yeah, yeah. he's not living the way and and you say well no but people have taught that for millennia
1: mm-hmm. the
0: reason Confucius taught that he was the reason that guy is poor is because that guy is no good if he would do good he would be rich God rewards people who do well and he punishes people who are evil if you you deserve the plight you have if you're not careful yes. Satan stirs that up but wait
1: because the book of Proverbs kind of was it Proverbs Proverbs, Job, and Ecclesiastes. Okay, Proverbs leads you that way. It says, but it doesn't say that. It says, it these says, are things you can do. If you do this, then you it's gonna avoid work out some of these yeah. things, right? Mm-hmm. But it never says, if you do this, it's absolutely assured that you will never have anything mm-hmm. else. But then here comes Ecclesiastes, who's, and it's this Well, all and that's songs. common sense, right? Right, but then here comes Ecclesiastes who says, but we all die yeah and we all suffer and even if
0: you do all these right and we things, all even
1: if you do all those things sometimes things bad things happen to good people Yeah, and we've talked about bad things happening to good people there's way back at common sense and, able, and right there's balance to both these things right you can destroy it. your own life by your own you stupidity choices and that's what proverbs says Pro- proverbs, proverbs says, says if you want to can, but the fact want... that
0: you know the right things to do is the grace of god you only know what to do because God has told us what to do and someone shared it with you.
1: And, the best and you had the, the good fortune to actually do it. And here's, I think, and, and I saw it. this in a movie last night, but here's where I think we've made our mistake. We've said that if you're morally good, then you are godly. So that it must be okay, you're godly mm-hmm. and he's blessing you. But it's not morally good, it's are you recognizing Christ first? If you don't, have, if you don't know where good comes from, Or who told you to do those things, right?
0: Yeah, but I mean, you can see how he would get that heady feeling. Anybody because he's he's bringing things back, and he's trying. You can watch; it's coming in the chapter. Bible scholars pay attention at the wording Mm -hmm. of what it says that he tries to do. You can see him trying to be Solomon like. Mm -hmm. You see him trying to be that.
1: Which blessed
0: golden kingdom again, and he, he God, he—that's he, not a bad desire, you know. And God blesses him to be as able long as to you understand where it came from. Until he, until <laughs> he starts saying, "I'm doing really, really good." There was another king named Nebuchadnezzar, not mm-hmm. a Jewish king at all, That's a, one a Babylonian stories. king, <laughs> and he walks out one day, and you know he. He'd been witnessed to by Daniel. He'd been witnessed to by Shadrach, Meshach, mm-hmm. and Abednego. He'd, and he even said, that God there, is your
1: God. He, well, yeah. He's, he, after that God is God.
0: After God does those things, he gives glory and honor to God. But he walks out one day, it says, on his balcony in his palace, and he looks out and he says, look at this great Babylon that I have Babylon. built. And at the moment that that's, because he'd already been told through Daniel by God, by God through Daniel. Don't do that. He'd already been told that you've been given this by the Lord. The mm-hmm. Lord has let you be this first great world empire. He's brought you into this place. It's not that he didn't know. No. But he walks out
1: and he forgets. And he for said, minute. and he said, and Daniel even said, You you're Are the head the gold. of God. Yeah. You, you ask yeah. and God's letting you know. That he the...
0: he's the one who did this for mm-hmm. you. And then Nebuchadnezzar says, Look what, what I did. I forget all about God. Look what I have done. And it says, While he's yet speaking. Right? Why mm-hmm. is yet speaking, God sent judgment on that statement. And it said that he lost his mind. I mean, to put it in, in my words, he lost his mind. He grew hair that it said looked like he was wearing feathers, hair just grew out by his fingernails like ate a claw. like an animal, I ate know. grass mm-hmm. like a beast. Mm-hmm. He completely lost his mind. Seven years. But in a second, God showed exactly what
1: yeah. Nebuchadnezzar
0: could do and what without really the grace is. of God, mm-hmm. right? Yep. He just shows, he just instantly says, this is, you think you've done all this. This is what you
1: are without the grace of God on your life. And if we don't be careful, I mean, we think about this with kings. And, and I think you alluded to that a minute ago, but we, we think about that with kings. But people do that in their jobs. Sure. They do it Look in what, what, what they're talented in. They do it when they're singers. I mean, they all of a sudden, we're the best there ever is. You know, if you don't do it this way, you're not right. And God is not you aren't anything without God's blessing. When Satan lies, he uses high quality lies. He does. And he uses ones that are
0: very similar because they work. That's Mm -hmm. why you use that. That's right. And this idea of look at what I've done. Mm -hmm. Praise me. Look at who I am. That's a real common idea. And that's Mm -hmm. a really effective lie. It is. That's a really effective lie that works on a lot of people to drag
1: them away from God, still now. And even today. And even if we're not careful. Very good Christian people can get caught up in that for a when moment When you feel that
0: lie come, yeah, you, you need, need to run. immediately address it and say, thank you, God, for all the goodness you brought into my life. Thank mm-hmm. you, God, for the grace that has told me the right thing from the wrong thing all my life. Thank you for my family members who brought me to church. Thank you for the people mm-hmm. that have been a witness in my yes. life. Because it, the gratitude is the, the cure to this disease. This disease... It's common unto man to think that you are puffed up and you you've got you've done all this for yourself and ooh look at me go. Mm-hmm. But gratitude's secure. It'll turn it around. And don't I'd say it out loud. When you start having those thoughts about how great you're doing, mm-hmm. say out loud how grateful you are to the God who gave you all those things. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that's what's gonna
1: that's the only thing that's gonna fix because it. Because whether you recognize it or not, it's the truth. It is the truth. No matter what Same. your talent is, or what your ability is, or what you've just accomplished. Well, my kids and I sometimes talk about, you know, they, we listen to all kinds of music.
0: We listen to all kinds of things. Don't be offended by that. But we listen to a lot of things. And we'll say, can you imagine if, Michael Jackson, can you imagine if he had used his talent
1: for, for the God. Lord? Mm-hmm.
0: Can you imagine how many people would have been he offended. would have reached mm-hmm. with what God gave him? Mm-hmm. That's not his that's a gift Mm -hmm. he was made with this you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and And we say but but you if you can use it for your own glory or you can use it for
1: god's glory right and you can give god gratitude for what you've been given and then like in our lesson this morning we talked about paul who had all this ability and all this talent and all this knowledge and all this pharisee of the pharisee and this intimate vision with christ Mm -hmm. when he stops him on the road to damascus and yet he ends up in prison Mm -hmm. and i am sure that he thought well this ain't this isn't right i mean what prison Mm -hmm. and yet because he's in prison what he can't see then that we know now and we can see in hindsight is he might have reached thousands had he been free free. but he's reached millions upon millions mm -hmm. of people because he wrote from prison, forced to. Write. So I guess the other thing mm-hmm. is, is sometimes when you think your gift or your talent or your ability isn't isn't doing what you think it should do, if you do what you're supposed to do wherever the circum whatever circumstance you're in, and I'm speaking more to myself than anybody else though, right now, you don't know what the far-reaching. Uh, what, you don't. What you have no idea what the outcome will be, one down the road, somewhere down the road we think we're writing our own novel but the
0: truth is we're a chapter in his book mm-hmm. and he'll use us as a good illustration or a poor oh, one. one right no I'd and, and be a you're good you're one. in you're in the book that God's writing which, like well, the story one. of the world that he's telling you're a brief blip in that story yeah and and you are you have the opportunity and the honor to uplift the name of Christ to shower him with praise with whatever he's given you or to just Wasted. Right? Mm-hmm. But either way, as will be accomplished. Either way, God is glorious.
1: And there's Whether a you bigger tell him he's glorious or not, glorious. I swear, I think there is a bigger battle going on. I didn't mean to say swear, that's not the right phrase. But that's I okay. believe there's a bigger battle going on. We We wallow around here sometimes in the mud of the world, things. And there is a much bigger battle going on, mm-hmm. which that we're that, that, not that we're just a piece of. Because <laughs> Satan's not after us we're because of true. us. Mm-mm. He's not after us because we're great. He's after us because God is great. Amen. So, just I don't know. I've been on that kick since you asked me the question last week about um, different things, and I've been thinking. You know what? There's uh, there just there's we uh, we're going to have to get into that at some point so we can talk about that, but. There is a much bigger battle than just mm-hmm. whether or not I get up and I stay faithful tomorrow. Or I get up and I, there's a much bigger battle than that mm-hmm. in my mind. All right, so we are at verse what? Seven? Seven. All now, right. Now listen to the Solomon-like qualities of this king. And. At starting at uh, verse seven. Verse seven. And God helped him against the Philistines and against the Arabians and dwelt in Grebal and the Methunians. Methunins. Methunins. <laughs> now, remember, Philistines, yeah. Arabians, mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia, Palestine, Arabians are Ishmael's family. Well, mm-hmm. That's where mm-hmm. they come from. So Philistines, um, I believe, if you went back through your history, that's your Palestinian group of people, but I'm not going to say that for sure because it's been too long since I've read it. Combined with ancient Greek. With, combined with ancient Greek, which is exactly, mm-hmm. that's correct. And the Ammonites—that's a cousin—that's Lot's Lot's
0: children—gave
1: gifts Mm -hmm. to Uzziah, and his name spread abroad even into the entering in of Egypt. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean,
0: Egypt still there. Yeah, Egypt is still there, but Egypt was ruled by the Greeks and influenced by the Greeks and different families at this time. That's in the Bible. And don't forget that it's by further down in the African Peninsula
1: and the people that are ruling from there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he strengthened himself exceedingly. Mm -hmm. So, moreover, Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate and at the valley gate and at the turning of the wall and fortified them. Why do you build a tower? To see. Right. This should be
0: seen. Mm -hmm. Uh, You build a tower. He said, okay, my, my nation's been weak. I'm going to build these towers, Mm -hmm. these glorious towers of Jerusalem, right, Mm -hmm. that are going to Mm -hmm. and they're watchtowers. You build a tower so that you can see trouble coming from a long long way off Mm -hmm. and that you can either plan to fight that that problem or evacuate. Whatever you need to do, I can see it before it gets here, Mm -hmm. right? You're prepared. Physically speaking, Uzziah was very wise to build towers around the walls of Jerusalem Mm -hmm. and to have watchmen spiritually speaking he should have been building towers the same way mm-hmm. when this priest is no longer around to give him good advice which always happens he needed to surround himself as a grown man mm-hmm. with people who were wise in the ways of the lord he needed mm-hmm. to surround himself with watchtower people with mm-hmm. people who could see trouble and headed off at the past mm-hmm. but what often happens is that good and godly advisor passes on and the person thinks they've got it all figured out anyway. I don't need to listen to anybody mm-hmm. else's voice. Mm-hmm. Emma brought this up in such a beautiful way last week. Emma's my youngest daughter; she's fifteen, and she was t- she had learned this in Sunday school teachers' class from her teacher who goes to our church. And she said, she told me her teacher told her, and help me with this. She said, it's hard to think. Mm-hmm. Now, don't don't take this room, mm-hmm. that you're not always right, and this is why. -hmm. Because in the flesh we only have what we see and what we touch and what we hear and what we understand. So when we're thinking in our flesh, of course we're right. Mm -hmm. Because it's the only perspective we have. Mm -hmm. So if you're operating in your your own physical self, in your own thoughts, if you are leaning on your own understanding, of course you think you're right. Mm -hmm.
1: You don't have anybody else's perspective. And it says to not lean on your own understanding.
0: Yeah, so that is why it's so crucial that now at this time they're not indwelt with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit mm-hmm. operates, comes in, out, Whoever operates through the priests, mm-hmm. right, and or the prophets and, and mm-hmm. delivers messages. He doesn't have the same advantage we have as a born-again believer having the Holy Spirit inside of us and consulting mm-hmm. him, but he can consult men of wisdom and men who know of God. But but no, I'm in my flesh and I'm right, right? Right? But we need the Spirit. We need somebody who can see a little bit past the end of us, Mm -hmm. right? And sees the Word of God for what it is and speaks the right things into our life and be humble enough to accept them. Emma was telling me last week, that's why you need Christian friends. That's why you need Christian adults in your life. That's why you need to come to church and hear what the pastor has to say, even though you'd rather watch TV tonight. Mm -hmm. You need to be here
1: i agree with
0: to, that. to have not your perspective what you need your perspective widened mm-hmm. because if we're not careful and we operate in the flesh we always think we're right
1: and we are right i agree with that i a- very much agree with to, that. and it's hard to get that understanding but i will tell you this this is something that let me let me take it to a different different angle this is something that all you know we have a lot of management classes and a lot of management how seminars how to do a better how to be a better boss how to do all those things and they are forever telling you to surround yourself with every different kind Wise of opinion counsel. because mm-hmm. you're not going to think of everything. You're not going to see everything. You don't everything. see it. You're not going to understand it from anybody else's perspective. If you And I thought of this today. In the world, they do that all the time with businesses and how we run our businesses and what we do and what makes a business good. But in our Christian life, somehow we figure that we're isolated and we don't need mm-hmm. that. And we very much do need that. We very much do. And I do. thought about that today. We ha- I had to go to a funeral home this afternoon for a, f- a friend whose mother had passed away. And as I'm getting ready to say, oh, but you know she's in a better place, I thought, now, wait a minute. I've had this conversation <laughs> from my perspective. And that's certainly true. And that is absolutely true. But the grief is real. Mm-hmm. So you have to deal with the grief. So at some point you start applying what you learn. So not only do you need those friends and those Christian that Christian accountability, and those people who aren't just going to say yes because it's you, but they're going to say, "No, wait a minute. Let's let's look at it this way. Or let's look at it past your yeah. Don't consider just past you, your but Then sight. you have to do something with it. Mm-hmm. You don't get to just say, "Okay, well that's what you think, but I'm going to do what I want to do." Mm-hmm. Some if you do that. You waste the blessing that God gave you of sending you the people to help you see it different, and we get very stuck i mean mm-hmm. I, I I don't know about everybody else, but I get very stuck. I think i'm right, I think I know I think i and and I think it applies to everybody we've got to break down that i i i to spiritually what what is God trying to show you mm-hmm. And that's not easy. We're a bunch of chickens, but God's called us to be eagles. (laughs) We're right here.
0: We're We're just right here all the time. And God wants you to have a vision beyond yourself, beyond your own life, beyond a vision of what God's trying to accomplish, not
1: just what you're trying to accomplish for yourself. Because it's bigger than us. It's bigger. I keep that's the theme that's been running through my mind this this week since our conversation earlier, is all of this is bigger than us. We Mm -hmm. pay such a small piece it's an important piece, but mm-hmm. it's such a small piece. I want, to, I want you to talk about, I want you to notice something. It says, he built the towers mm-hmm. at the corner gate, at the valley gate, and at the turning of the wall. And I wondered, remember the last time we talked about this, um, when the king from Israel came down and took all their treasure and took all their stuff. Do you remember it said that he tore up their corner? Mm-hmm. He's fixed it. And he's fixed it. I just think I just mm-hmm. think that's interesting that yeah. that's just a little kind of a thing right but it's not really but it's not. it's a big deal mm-hmm. it's a big but deal but he fixed the wall remember it said he went in the temple and took all the money and took the king's money and took uh uh-huh. and tore down to that's, so far that's the wall the nation of the, the north and yeah. here we are and now we fixed, we fixed the wall that. i just Just something to point out.
0: He's doing great. He's doing good. He's doing great. Read verse 10. He's more towers. Not only towers right around Jerusalem, but let's put some towers out into the territory Mm -hmm. so we can get even further vision Mm -hmm. of what we need to be aware of.
1: I wonder how far our vision, what kind of, so spiritually speaking in towers, then are you making the comparison that those towers that we build are our friends? To me, those towers are, for a born-again New Testament believer,
0: primarily that tower is the holy spirit Mm -hmm. listening and reading and knowing what how the holy spirit would have you lead that's number one but it is also to me the vision the sight of godly wise counsel Mm -hmm. that i'm not just putting like the people that are buttered up closest to me Mm -hmm. but let's how about clear out let's get a perspective from somebody that's got a little bit further to go down the road than me Mm -hmm. not just my friends I had a but my my wise counselor. advisors.
1: I had a wonderful counselor in that regard. I had several, but I had one in particular that I would go to and I knew she had to agree with me because I was so right. And I would <laughs> spill out my heart and here's what the problem is and I know why they thought what they did and what they and she would say every time. Not one in 50. Every time she would say, "Well, now let's look at it like this." And I knew I, it didn't matter what she said next. I knew when she said, "Now, well, let's look at it like this." I knew <laughs> she was going to tell me that my perspective was off. You know why? And because she's she a tower. Lo- and she loved me. She and wanted she's a, a tower. and she wanted me to grow,
0: because she I, was not inward focused. No, she wasn't. She was outward with vision. And if you, That's no why. matter
1: what your job is, at the time it was a minister's wife, a pastor's wife, mm-hmm. my focus can't be on me. It's got to be on the bigger picture. For anyone, really. True, but... You only
0: heal when you're not always
1: inwardly... Comparing myself? (laughs) Stop. And I've heard this... You've got to have a vision. And I know you said this once, but comparison Mm -hmm. is the most dangerous thing ever. It's the the next to... You know what? The Old Testament calls it covetousness. It's the next thing (laughs) to... Inward searching is that comparison. Mm-hmm. I'm not as good as she is. I don't do what they do. How yeah. come they did? They got this and I didn't? When you start making comparisons, you're no longer depending on God. You're thinking about yourself way too much. Yeah. All right, verse, verse 10, 10. And he also built towers in the desert and digged many wells, for he had much cattle, both in the low country and in the plains, husbandmen also, and vine dressers in the mountains, and in Carmel, for he loved husbandry. So did Solomon.
0: Yep. He was all about the agriculture and the best production of the animals. And remember, like it went on and on to tell you how wise he was and the stables he built and the animals he brought from other places and how he was able to, to get the best out of what they had. And here's this guy. He, he's, you can tell what he's doing. His interests are similar. His desire to build up the country and build up... Their quality of life, not just their protection. Vine dressers in, in the court. and mm-hmm. in
1: Carmel. Isn't that an interesting place yeah. for him to make sure he's yeah. taken care of it? Yeah. For he loved husbandry. Moreover, Uzziah had a host of fighting men that were out to war by bands, according to the number of their account, by the hand of Gile the scribe and Messiah the ruler. That's not the right way. Messiah the ruler under the hand of Hananiah one of the king's captains. I'm telling you it's the names in these chapters that make people go crazy <laughs> because they can't it doesn't yeah. it's like you don't even begin. I, Fred and John. So but, what's he doing? We're not just going to
0: have an army but it's going to be very organized. We're going to mm-hmm. know who goes where and who follows who and and you're called up for this purpose and you're mm-hmm. organized for this purpose. Sounds like David. And his mighty sounds like Solomon, the way he would do things, although mm-hmm. Solomon wasn't as much of a warrior as other ones. It sounds like these other kings that we've had that rose up to do well and decided we're gonna organize this, we're gonna strengthen ourselves, we're gonna prepare before the battle mm-hmm. to know what everybody's gonna do. You know, there, there's a lot of rebuilding, regirding, reestablishing.
1: Right Going back to the Some, old
0: fast. God is giving him wisdom god is giving him guidance god is giving him blessing he's giving him protection on every side he's showing him what to do he's to be pushing back the territory people, right and you can just see blessing after blessing after blessing after blessing as he attempts these things and is able to do them right
1: yes and god through his because it's god's good pleasure to give you the kingdom he wants you to succeed right he that. wants to do that and all good and perfect gifts. and as long as he sought god he was blessed. Was Right. He sought the Lord God, made him to prosper. Mm-hmm. Now the whole number, verse 12, the whole number of the chief of the fathers and of the mighty men of valor, ready? Were 2,600. Those are the people in charge, not all
0: the people Those fighting. Those are his mighty men. Those are the people in charge of all the fighting men. Ma- That's like his, it'd be
1: like his generals or his chiefs of staff. They're the ones organizing all Remember David things. had 30 mighty yeah. men? He has mighty men of valor, 2,600. Yeah. 2, well, he has thirty at the top of the top. David did, and then he had more that we named right. out. And
0: it, it, again, it's that organized,
1: blessed mm-hmm. thought. And know where know structure. your place. Know your know what's what to do next. Wise guidance. Thirteen, and under their hand was an army, three hundred thousand and seven thousand and five hundred, three hundred seven thousand and five hundred, that made war with mighty power to help the king against the enemy. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good army. Mm-hmm. And Uzziah, verse 14, and Uzziah prepared for them throughout all the host shields and spears and helmets, and Habergions ha- and bows and slings to cast stones. Mm-hmm. And I like this next verse. So I wondered if you had done any history work on this. And he made in Jerusalem, he being Uzziah, oh, isn't this made in Jerusalem engines invented by cunning men oh, to be Solomon. on the towers and upon the bulwarks to shoot arrows and great stones withal. And his name spread far abroad, for he was marvelously helped till he was strong. Technology, invention.
0: These these machines of war, not just one man throwing a rock or a spear, Mm -hmm. but machines turning it out. Look what God's given him, Mm -hmm. the gift and the talent. Mm -hmm. You can see how Satan easily went, there's nobody like you. Mm -hmm. Because not only is God letting him do all these things, all these people keep going on, all these surrounding people, there's nobody like you. They're talking about him. All the enemies are talking about him going, there's this king in Judah, he and he is money. able to build engines of war, mm-hmm. and he's got towers all over the country. And look at how he's feeding his people; they've got better food than they've ever had, and the walls are rebuilt, mm-hmm. and and all these things. There, people on every side are sending him money and mm-hmm. honor, mm-hmm. and he's pushed back the boundaries of his territory. Look how great he is! Don't believe your own press. Yeah, there you go. Right,
1: right There you go. Yeah. So
0: they're look. They really think I must be really I'm great. Must be great. They really think I'm something. When he heard the reports of himself, mm-hmm. what was his job as a child of God? God has given me the glory. God Flip has it. given me the strength. God has him. given me these ideas. God has blessed every endeavor I put my hand to. It, it, what did David say? He took me out of the sheep. I was nothing. He took me out of the sheep gate and he made me king. Mm-hmm. He is following Solomon. I wish he was following David. hmm Because David always had that in him that said, who am I Mm -hmm. that God would allow me
1: to to have all
0: these things and to do all these things in his name and his honor? He needed some of that heart of David. Mm -hmm. He had some of the wisdom of Solomon. He had some of the genius, Mm -hmm. and you can see that. But he needed that heart that didn't allow itself to be raised up Mm -hmm. to where you think you're doing it all. makes me think of like Pinocchio. (laughs) <laughs> right? Geppetto makes this amazing creation, and Pinocchio And the—now, if you read the real Pinocchio, it is much darker than the Disney version, but Pinocchio keeps getting this idea that he is the greatest thing ever. Forget The whole point of the book, by the way, is to remember that your maker is greater than you are, mm-hmm. and that to be a grown-up man, you mm-hmm. need to give honor to the one who made you. Mm-hmm. It was written by a Christian author, but but this, this puppet, this made thing says to the creator, stands up to the creator and says, I'm greater than you. Look at what I can do. You know? Okay. And don't we just do see ourselves in that in our ignorance and in, in the and things we don't that we, even recognize the, the things we that have. we
1: were successful or are successful in aren't because of us at all. No. It's all because of who he is. Yeah. But because we're a made So thing. what so what time frame are we here? We're about eight hundred BC. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in there, I think that's right, and and yet we've got
0: machines that won't appear till much, much later. Yeah, in the I was going say,
1: when do they show up? Mm-hmm. I, was gonna, I don't, I didn't think they were until mm-hmm. um, maybe what thirteen hundreds later in the Middle Ages. Yeah, but but, but this God is eight hundred BC. To, you,
0: you can take this with you, You can take. Hezekiah's underwater system that mm-hmm. brought water into the city. Yep. marvels of the world. Plumbing. Plumbing, basically. marvels of the world. Mm-hmm. Things Solomon built, things Hezekiah built. These guys were not, they were blessed by God with great intelligence. Mm-hmm. But they forgot they were see, blessed we by God with great And see, we always think, and this
1: is where science, this is where, um, I don't want to say, um, I don't know what to say, what to call it. But this is where in education, if you're not careful, these people back here should never have been smart enough to do anything right. like that. They should have been dumber. They were barely... But archaeology backs up what the Bible claims these people could do. Mm-hmm. And the ivory things we had in Solomon, mm-hmm. remember they... Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some things that they're talking about now in Jerusalem under the Temple Mount mm-hmm. that they're still like, you know, we, we know. Mm-hmm. But you don't hear that in the news. You don't hear that part. You hear that man has evolved up. And the truth is we devolved (laughs) down because we had a lot of stuff back here scripturally. You know, and you know, the world being round is back here. Job Mm -hmm. mentions that. So I mean it's just I thought that's something that I like. I like to find those little nuggets of things. And when I saw that, I don't know how I missed that, but when I saw that again this week I thought, Yep, there it is. Mm -hmm. You know, God God knows all kinds of things that we can, what we do and what we can invent and what we can be. Mm-hmm. And it says, cunning men. Yeah. Uh, to be on the towers that he built, the high mm-hmm. ups, to shoot arrows and great stones and his name spread far abroad and he was marvelously helped. He He's was marvelously strong. helped. Till he was strong. Not
0: he was marvelous.
1: <laughs> he was, marvelous <laughs> he was marve- marvelously helped. Mm-hmm. Right. Till he was strong. Now, The very next line should not read this, but here it goes. But, but, when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction, for he transgressed against the Lord his God and went into the temple of the Lord to burn incense upon the altar of incense. Now, what did he do? Just stop right there. What's he thinking? Well, he's born to
0: be king. Yep. God and God made that happen, having nothing to do with him whatsoever. Correct. By the grace of God, he was born in the family of the king, right? Mm -hmm. But at this point, he is so great that that's not enough. Mm -hmm. So instead of just being the king that God made me to be, I'll also be a priest, and I'll
1: offer. But God
0: said only Levites could offer sacrifices, and only. That family of Aaron, and how not did, just Levi, but what only that family. Well, of Aaron. how dare you tell me I can't? Right, because look how great I am, and this, and I am wanting to worship God. Of all Incense things. is to offer the prayers. Incense represents the prayers of the people, and He says, "Who better to represent the people than, than the King?" And especially a good, king. especially a king that's look what all these things that God has allowed me to do. And a good king, right? And You know, if God will allow me to do all these other things, these kingly jobs, why won't he allow me to do the job of a priest? Why would he stop me right there? Well, there's a very good reason for that. Doesn't that sound like... uh, Because, again, in the economy of God, what God says goes, number one. And number two, this is hard for us to understand. It's a born-in right that you have. The church of God is not made of all the nicest people. It's not made of all the smartest people. It's not made of all the most accomplished or rich people. The church of God is made of born in people. Mm -hmm. They're born again. And through that, God illustrates to us that none of us could reach him on our own. And that it is only through and by the miracle that he does, allowing us to be reborn
1: that we are qualified to be the sons and daughters so, of God. So before we go any further with that, we have to break that down because there's a lot of people that look at that word. It is a, it is what Jesus says to you must, you must be, be born, born again. again but a us. lot of people don't use that phrase because they just don't understand that kind of a phrase. And we just saw a movie, if you have watched The Blind, it's in that movie. How do you explain being born again to somebody who, when you say that, That's completely foreign. The way they talked about in the movie, and it was perfectly
0: said, every other story ever told on the planet is the story of a man working his way up to God. Mm -hmm. Right? Becoming a God. That's every other story. But the gospel is exactly the opposite. It's the story of a God who came down to man. Mm -hmm. Because man had no chance of getting there. And by you His grace enough, and His you blood, can't
1: do enough good stuff. You can't. Give you enough can't, sacrifices. You can't. None of us work can. enough things. You can't. You will never. Martin Luther himself said, "The just shall live by faith." The that's just what shall the script, live by faith. That's what faith. Scripture says. But keep going. So,
0: so when we're talking about this, we're talking about when we're talking about being born again. We're talking about you were born once, and that per, that that fleshly birth that we were talking about before, that gives you the perspective of the fact that you're always right. Mm -hmm. That fleshly birth can do nothing but die. Mm -hmm. It dies the second it's born. Mm -hmm. It starts dying. Yes. It just does. And it's under a curse. It's because we've broken it all of what God has said to do. When you break part of it, it says you're guilty of all. Mm -hmm. Right? But when Christ died on that cross, he gave us the ability to be reborn. Not in the flesh, but in the spirit. And only God can do that. And you can't make yourself be born. It's a gift. Mm -hmm. You humble yourself to God's plan, and God makes you brand new.
1: Right? And most people have to come to the end of themselves to realize that. Unfortunately, they have to exhaust everything they think they can do when they finally give up and say, there's something more than this, isn't And then isn't you there? get
0: everything you ever hoped for back mm-hmm. in Jesus Christ. All the things you were searching for in the wrong place You'll find come here. flooding back into your life mm-hmm. when you give your life to Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's just the truth. They come in a different package. They come in a different way. But everything you've words, been looking for but, is in Christ Jesus. But that's what it is. But but this, there's only one person that could be. Mm-hmm. All three of the following jobs that were given to men to represent, to represent what God was going to give us in his son, Jesus, the prophet, the priest, the and the king. Yep. And every time a man says, I'll be all of that. First of all, you're not the first thing, but by the grace of God. First of all, you don't qualify for the position he's put you in already. Yeah. Beyond that you definitely can't do all three because there's only one who can. It's not because God doesn't want him to and slaps him back down, it's because the presumptuous sin of thinking that you are qualified and that you were not made
1: qualified by God to do what mm-hmm. he appointed you to Which do. Which is the point of the high priest right. and the priests offering sacrifices is they recognize this I made this Levite of- tribe is is understands God's word and they are there's ritual that they have to do. They don't just bounce in there and say, here, God, here.
0: you know, Because they don't have the power. They don't have it either. They're
1: made to stand in that
0: gap and, and to reflect God himself, mm-hmm. to reflect Christ himself. They are just a poorly painted picture of who the real thing is. Mm-hmm. So is this King Uzziah, a poorly painted picture of the king of all kings. But right? what he does,
1: though, is he decides. I will be it all. I can do it too. Because I mean, look at all these things I've done. And I, it must be okay. Right? Why is it that we still, two thousand years after Christ, we still make it the way we want it? Right? We don't one of the things that we say here in Bible ready Bible Battle Ready, sorry, is that because you don't have your town. We believe it believe what it says. And when you believe what it says, he can't do that because he's not a priest. And the priests know that. A so spiritual high to. tower
0: built says, God promised a king to come from the line of David. God promised a seed of Abraham. God promised that this one would come mm-hmm. and do all the things that needed to be done to make sure that we were blessed and prospered eternally. He's coming. Mm-hmm. But Uzziah says into himself, not this perspective, what an honor to represent the one who comes, right? Mm-hmm. To be a part of that plan. But I'll be it all. Mm-hmm. I'll be all in all myself. It'll be me. It'll be me. It'll be me. And that's literally what he does when he walks into that temple to offer that incense. But then watch
1: out. What that's happens. what he's declaring. And verse 17 to be. says And Azariah the priest went in after him, and with him fourscore priests of the Lord that were valiant men. Now, I like that phrase. Because everybody thinks that the preacher's either an idiot, right? Or well, they did get 81 of them together. Or he's, or he's goofy, right? And hundreds. these are valiant men. And they're mm-hmm. not just talking to anybody. They're talking to the king.
0: And no. they stand
1: and say, no, you're not. And they said, verse 18 says, And they withstood Uzziah the king and said unto him, It appertaineth not unto thee, Uzziah, to burn incense unto the Lord not your job that's not what you're supposed that's not to not what you were born but for but to the priests and the sons of Aaron that are consecrated to burn incense go out of here get out of the sanctuary for thou hast trespassed neither shall it be for thine honor from the lord god didn't give you that he didn't tell you to do that he didn't
0: give you that and king, he gave you a
1: lot of honor mm-hmm. he didn't give you that and and Uzziah being the good king he was said oh okay no. No, Uzziah. Says, then Who Uzziah, do you think you are? 19, Uzziah was wroth. That's little more than angry. That's a whole lot. <laughs> he's insulted. He's insulted he's and embarrassed. he's embarrassed. Then Uzziah was wroth and had a censer in his hand to burn incense. And while he was angry with the priest, or wroth with the priest, what happens? The leprosy even rose up in his forehead before the priest of the house Can of the see? Lord. Can you see? He doesn't see it, it at first. beside the incense altar. As he's
0: angry and throwing his fit, he's throwing a fit. the priests see it before he sees it, before he knows it. The priests see the leprosy, the leprosy, leprosy form in said. his forehead. In his forehead is not on accident. Mm-hmm. His mind is messed up. Mm-hmm. He's not thinking about this right. He's not looking in the right perspective. He's, his mind has turned over to a reprobate mind saying, I will do what I will do. I'm the king, And how you dare you me? to stop me. And that is a leprosy. Do you realize the Bible says several places it talks about people that are dead while they're still living. One Mm -hmm. of the places it says that a woman who lives for pleasure is dead while she's still alive. Mm -hmm. You know, it talks about people walking around dead in trespasses and sin. You can be physically alive Mm -hmm. and spiritually dead. This picture painted by Uzziah is exactly that. This is a king who's going to live for several more years. Mm-hmm. Spiritually speaking, death has been pronounced, mm-hmm. and the death came from that exalt that mind that exalted itself beyond God and His plan to and, your plan,
1: and didn't listen because the priest they had grace the priest, right there when the he was born. If he had listened, yeah, he could stop. he stopped. He could have stopped. He could have stopped this. Eighty-one of them. Telling him, yeah. Uzziah, no, right this thing. isn't right. You're not born into the Levite family. You're mm-hmm. not born to do this. This isn't yours to do. Mm-hmm. This is God. Don't, don't mess in, stay where you're, stay in your lane. Stay where you're supposed to be. But instead of that, he's angry. Now, I'm going to liken that to us today because sometimes we get angry when things aren't the way we think they should be or how we want them to be. Or why, have you ever noticed that God always gives the opportunity to stop. He had the opportunity to say, wait a minute, maybe they're right. But he's mad. I want
0: to think about it like Indiana Jones. I want to, okay, <laughs> I want to see him holding that cup. He's holding the incense that he's going and I want to see the leprosy. You know what I mean? Like Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> <laughs> but but what that's not what happens because it's no. not even necessarily it's no the physical act that he's committing, although right, he's, he's committing a sinful physical act. The the act itself Wait is lesser him. than the thought he's having that this is who he's I, I am. It.
1: he's strolling. I'm a
0: descendant of David. I'll be king and priest. And I'll be No, you're not. No, you're not. That's, he's coming, but it ain't you, right? So it's the thought that caused the action. It's the change of mind from I am a servant of God
1: to I will be. And he was angry. All this good right? All these good things. He's lifted up. He's wrought Beyond what he is. And he has the censer in his hand. He didn't put it down. He didn't say okay. Mm-hmm. And it says, the leprosy rose up in his forehead before the priests in the house of the Lord from beside the incense altar. And Azariah, the priest, chief priest, and all the priests looked upon him, and behold, he was leprous in his forehead. And they thrust him out thence, Yea, himself hastened also to go out. When he noticed what happened, he ran out of the Lord temple. Because the Lord had smitten him. When he figures out what's happened, he runs out. Mm-hmm. Right? And then, this is the sad part. Verse 21. And Uzziah the king was a leper until the day of his death, and dwelt in a several house, being a leper. For he was cut off from the house of the Lord, and Jotham his son was over the king's house, judging the people of the land. So Jotham has to take, because when you have leprosy, you, know, you can't sit anybody. on the throne anymore,
0: can't go in the temple anymore can't
1: They'd deal with the people, people
0: anymore can't have deal with the court anymore can't be around your family anymore he's in a place with lepers he's he's in a homeless shelter basically he's in a place where he has to stay the rest they of his life to sun is
1: ruling outcast over right there.
0: Mm-hmm. Be, why because death spreads mm-hmm. <laughs> you're the walking dead. He lives a long time after this. I think he said 17 years. I wrote down somewhere. 14, I don't remember. But he lives quite a while after this mm-hmm. while his son is reigning in his place. And he's physically alive, but completely powerless. There's nothing he can do. All that God had given him now it's is gone. Mm-hmm. It's worthless to him. I gave you all this. And you? But instead of saying, thank you, God, for what I have, you'd you rather be out. God. And when you take that position... You lose it all, right? Mm-hmm. You lose it all. Your life was meant to glorify your maker, mm-hmm. and now you've lost everything. Our life what is the maker meant to glorify
1: you, our maker. Right? We so mess it up sometimes, but it is still our job to glorify our maker. And it doesn't say, I mean, it never says he comes back and says, I'm sorry, get rid of this. He goes out knowing that he has this is his so. To me, that's kind of like what happens to us at the end of our lives, right? We're going to leave with what we came with in what? with? Or less? Or less.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we came in with nothing. The Bible says we'll leave with nothing. Mm-hmm. We'll leave the same way because everything that else and even the life itself came from God mm-hmm. and should be giving him glory. And we're here for a blip, for a chapter, for 23 a verses. For 23, 23 ver- verses in God's story he's telling. Mm -hmm. and yet you thought
1: you were bigger than
0: him and his rule.
1: Now the rest of the acts of Uzziah, first and last, did Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, write. Now,
0: uh, here we go. Ready? Mm -hmm.
1: So I I had marked Isaiah the prophet, what he
0: wrote about. Isaiah writes during the reign of several kings. Isaiah chapter 6, verse, if you want to go look with me verse 1 now he talks about him in chapter 1 he says that he he wrote this during king Uzziah Uzziah, and these other kings that he wrote but in 6 verses 1 he is writing this at the same time that Uzziah dies Mm -hmm. that's what he tells you Mm -hmm. Uzziah is dead this king of disappointment the nation of Israel. here's another king Mm -hmm. not able to fulfill his role Mm -hmm. buried in a leper's tomb Buried at the corner of nowhere and nowhere. He's buried with the kings, but in a field to the side because he's a leper. We can't be around that. And then we go to Isaiah 6, and let's see what he talks about. This is pretty cool. You want to see a king that Uzziah thought he was, but who he isn't. It's in chapter 6. So it says that in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. Not, Not Uzziah who wants to be Lord. I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne high and lifted up and his train filled the temple and above it the seraphims which had six wings with twain he covered his face and with twain he covered his feet and with twain he did fly and one cried into another and said holy 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 is the lord of hosts and the whole earth is full of Uzziah's glory
1: his glory his
0: glory and the person
1: in the doors shook moved at the voice of him that cried and the house was filled with smoke then i said
0: as i said let me tell you what i thought of myself when i realized who really is the king who really is the king not 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 uzziah who usurps the authority of god but who really is the king i said woe is me for i am undone because i am a man of unclean lips and i dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips for mine eyes have seen the king the the lord Lord of hosts." hosts Uzziah is just this baby picture. And he's got one, his name. 26 verses. His name is mentioned and that's it. Yeah. But I saw the king, Mm -hmm. Isaiah Mm said. So imagine Isaiah writing that to the people of Israel who just saw this king buried in in a leprous grave from Mm -hmm. a leper colony. Mm -hmm. The disappointment of this great and full of potential king that they had.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And now that king is dead, shamefully, by his own Wicked thoughts, his mind, Mm -hmm. where the leprosy landed. And Isaiah reminds them, let me tell you about your king. real
1: king. Let me tell you what your king is like. And that's why scripture says that there's a day coming that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess and the earth will mourn. People will mourn when they see the king because he's not like anything they know. He's not like anything they know. And And that's... Right? Yep.
0: There's no comparison.
1: And the all presumption to, to do, think, all he Uzziah, that you're going to take that role. Have you ever noticed that we just don't listen?
0: But you know Satan's there. And I just want to mention that the Bible says he did right in the eyes of God. This is dumb. That doesn't mean he didn't make it. That doesn't mean God yes. didn't show grace. That doesn't mean God yes. didn't recover him. What that means is, this was dumb.
1: This was dumb.
0: And the reason this is dumb is because Christ is coming, and what audacity we have, even in the Church of God today,
1: mm-hmm. to
0: think we can replace Him as the Savior of our soul.
1: We cannot.
0: He is high and lifted up. Not me.
1: Not me. Right. Right. And like we said in the in the early in the Sunday school lesson this morning, especially in this part, Isaiah says all that and then an angel that seraphim brings a hot coal and he puts it on his lips and it makes him clean Mm -hmm. in the old testament if you touch something unclean you become unclean but when god touches touches the unclean and makes it clean amen and that is there's just such a thought there just such a wonderful thought all right well we are at the end of our time Thank you for joining us. Remember that if you have questions or anything that you want to email to us or something you'd just like to hear about, BibleReadyBibleStudy at gmail.com. We look forward questions, to seeing. Questions, questions, questions. Or any comment, anything you want to yeah. just, it's, it's challenging and we like that. And we now are on YouTube. So Addison Free Will Baptist Church, look us up on YouTube. Uh, we have a website. Um, thank you for joining us. Hopefully we'll see you next Saturday. We don't have a, an occasion. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Next week Keep your Bibles open and stay battle ready. You've been listening to the Battle Ready Podcast.
0: If you have questions about what we studied today, or if you'd like to send us a message, you can email us at battlereadybiblestudy at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. That's battlereadybiblestudy at gmail.com. You can also find more information on our website, www.addisonfwbchurch.org forward slash Battle Ready Bible Study. Battle Ready Podcast. Believing what it says.